Hello, everypony, and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Trick and Gaddy's Get into Equestria. I am Ponyville's beloved princess, Graceful Spark. With me, as always, is my darling co horse, Spilled Beans. How are you doing today, Beans? Uh, I'm feeling pretty thankful that we we ducked having uh too much too much gossip spread about us but you know uh it's mm -hmm. been mm -hmm. been an interesting few days mhm mm a lot going on here in Ponyville a lot of social intrigue a lot of uh journalism if you could call it that and a yeah. lot of and a lot of Season 2, Episode 23, Ponyville Confidential, written by M.A. Larson, original mayor date March 31st, 2012. What a time it is. Mm-hmm. There's a... If you like the Cutie Mark Crusaders, and I think we all do on this, uh... You know, I, I celebrate Scootaloo Saturday, just like yeah. Tony else. And I guess also Sweetie Belle Saturday. Ah, uh, no respect for Apple Bloom, I understand. Well, she doesn't... I was gonna say... Well, well, she should have a different name then. Like, what what day of the week did you do Apple Bloom on, huh? Go with Tuesday. Tuesday feels like an Apple Bloom day. I can see I, that. It go, it don't ask right me after, for my work. <laughs> I mean, it comes right after Big Macintosh Monday, so that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And Applejack's too busy for a day. <laughs> uh, uh, like, they, they declared an Applejack day and she didn't show up. She was too overworked. We had this. Yeah. <laughs> uh... Poor Applejack. Yeah, she is. She is forever an overworked pony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we open on as as most cutie mark crusader episodes open. Uh, someone else has gotten their cutie mark. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. And this time it is Featherweight, a uh, little boy who's kind of built like a deer. Yeah, I was thinking he had a lot of deer energy going on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's he's got those like little spindly legs and the wings, and he's you know, rants all over the place. Davis Featherweight, his cutie mark is a feather. I'm not sure what that means about his talent, other than is it flying? Is it having feathers? Is it being I, light? I, I think I think it's that he's light. I think I think this pony's special talent is anorexia, and that's not exactly great if that's the mm -hmm. case. Um, which it's also weird because he spends most of this episode doing. Photography? Which, again, you could do things that aren't your talent. Yeah. But it's... Yeah, we never find, we never find out what his talent is. He just, uh... Just that he has it. I mean, some people have some kind of esoteric talents that aren't yeah. instantly observable. That's reasonable. Yeah, yeah. And the cutie marks can be pretty abstract, as we have seen before and will see again. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, let's be honest, we... Both run a cafe, and um, mine's the only cutie mark that's even close to being related to that. So you know, mm -hmm. it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, I think I've had to explain to each separate cutie mark crusader what my talent is and how it relates to what I do here. Yeah. So you know, it's it's good practice. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and so we open with Sweetie Belle and Scootaloo discussing like, yeah, can you believe Featherweight got his cutie mark before we did? Fucking featherweight, that asshole, that guy, fucking featherweight. Yeah. <laughs> like they're they're in disbelief. Like this guy we've never seen before is like some kind of uh, I don't know whatever the cutie mark version of an incel is. A 
Cute cell? Incute? Uh, yeah. Cute cell. Hmm. Yeah, no, it's. Are you cutie pilled? Are you Mark? Mm. Are you Mark Hooves? <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, God. Oh, I hate this so much. Happy to help. This is so bad. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Check this out. Check this out. I'm Cutie listening. Markiplier. Is this anything? Leave, leave Markiplier alone. He's <laughs> fine, as far as I understand. Yeah, I mean, he has enough to worry about well, with the, uh, the Cantrelot gangs and all. Explain. Wait. Okay, wait, no. Explain this, please. Okay, this so feels the, like the, lore I don't know. Oh, okay, so the, the the one thing I know about Markiplier is that there's a a joke where people say, Oh, no, the LA gangs are going to get Markiplier. We have to warn Markiplier so the LA gangs don't get him. Oh, okay. I, huh. See, I, I, I know one short thing and one kind of longer thing about Markiplier. Uh, the, the longer thing I know about Markiplier is that, like, uh, I have tried to watch his content. I don't enjoy his content, but, like, I don't know. He seems like a wholesome dude who, like, donates a lot of money to charity and shit and is just sort of, like, trying to be a positive influence on folks. Like, of his era of YouTubers, he's probably the best. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about the guy, but, like, every time I've posted about him, the vibe seems to be that he's fine. You know, yeah, I have nothing against the, the man personally. I just mostly know about this... The joke that the LA gangs are going to get him. Hmm. The the other thing I know about Mark Blyer is that his brother is the artist behind Two Kinds, the extremely furry webcomic. Ah. So, uh, I think the last person I talked to that about, uh, their response was, damn, who do you think their parents are more proud of? Which, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing to consider. Uh, his parents add a plier, I assume. Yeah, add a plier and mom a plier, I get it. Yeah, yeah. His son, exponentiation applier. Nope. Mark, mm. Mark, Mark exponentiation. There we go. I did the wrong half of the name. Challenging. Mark applier, if you're listening, you'd like to be on the show, email us at markapplication at isekai.horse. We will only accept your, your application from that email. <laughs> or to that email, rather. Most people were uh, okay with it, but that one, you gotta be specific, my dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we're holding you to high standards, Marky Moo, because we know you, uh, you're you capable of it. We expect great things. Uh, <laughs> being held to high standards, that does feel like it is relevant to this episode. Yeah. So we have our, our 2D Mark Crusaders, minus Apple Bloom, uh, looking, mm -hmm. like, dejected. Like, oh, man, you know, if Featherweight can do it, then, like, we're, we're never gonna do it. And then Apple Bloom shows up with a newspaper. She throws yeah. it... She says, like, I got an idea. We'll do this. And then she, she shows them the full free press. The, uh... Yeah. The, the, the uh, school paper. The yeah, yeah, the student newspaper. And I want, I want to point out that the front page is, like, two adults looking sad. No, it's, it's two kids. They're, like, looking sad at those school lunches with, like, a big red arrow pointing down. Like, the, the horse stocks are doing terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a weird cover. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... But, yeah. But Applebloom, before she can explain, uh, Granny Smith calls her name, and she has to run off before she can explain. Yeah. So, Scootaloo and Sweetie Belle are like, hmm, maybe there's something to this newspaper idea. And then we get a fucking montage. Yeah, where they, like, pack a vase in newspaper for rarity. Yeah. And, uh... 
help a bird make a nest with some, like by tearing up some newspaper and mm-hmm. they uh, they make newspaper hats and also a newspaper boat and then try sailing down a river to, in it and sink. Yeah, with Pinkie Pie just watching on <laughs> silently. Pinkie Pie is not helpful when it comes to nautical disasters. She is Imagine. Bad at, she is not the Coast Guard. Do not contact her for <laughs> mar- if you have a, any sort of maritime problem. Ah, uh, there it is. Yeah, I, I wish I could come up with that, but just put the, the town is named in Gen 5. Because oh. in Maritime Bay, I'm afraid. Oh, damn. You could you, you didn't need to disclose that information. You could have left me thinking that was your joke all along. I know. I, I wouldn't know. have just, known better. I know, I'm just too... I, yeah, until we get to Gen 5, and you'd be like, Ah, uh, Graceful Spark, you bastard. I'm going to remember yeah, that one very stealer. specific wordplay you did between all the other wordplay you do in every episode that we record. Yeah. And in just our day-to-day lives. Yeah. What can I say? I'm, t- I'm honest. Of course honest. Uh, once again, coming back to a theme from this episode. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah, of being honest. Hmm. And then Scootaloo and Sweetie Belle show up to the clubhouse with... Apple Bloom read the newspaper, and they're like covered in strips of mud covered, possibly glue covered, I guess, strips of newspaper. And they're like, you know, Apple Bloom, what, what were you thinking with this newspaper idea? We tried a, we tried making yeah. a nest, we tried paper mache, we tried, we tried everything, and it didn't. I don't know why I'm doing my Apple Bloom voice for Sweetie Belle and Scootaloo. Uh, yeah. None of this Either fucking way. worked, Apple Bloom. And then yeah. Apple Bloom is like, I, I, my thought was that we would work on the newspaper. I don't know what the hell you two were thinking. Yeah, I, my uh, the plan was to write for the newspaper. <laughs> but the thing is, like, both the other two just groan. And it is like, I can't tell if they're groaning because they hate the idea or they're groaning because they're upset they didn't realize what she was trying to imply. Yeah, or if they're just like, because Apple Bloom does like laugh at them first, which it, it is a pretty... A pretty funny misunderstanding. I can see that. Yeah. But it's, you know, it seems great they would, like, have a comedy passing out thing. Yeah. But yeah, the the, the Kidmer Crusader montages have gotten so, uh, so refined. They are now the, like, cold open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We have an entire montage before the, we have to stand for the, the horsional anthem. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if that's... Maybe that's their talent, is montages. That is both terrifying and I could believe it, actually. Cutie Bar Crusader's montage, yay! Fuck. What a bad cutie mark. I'm so sorry for them if that's what their thing is. Yeah. Okay, I say that, but we do meet, uh, we do meet someone later on. Her, her name is Juniper Montage, and she works in the movies. In the movies? Yeah, the motion pictures. The talkies. Is that okay? Is that how she talks, though? No, no, no. She she speaks normally. I'm just being from New York to talk about ah uh, the movies, the greatest city in the world. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the motion pictures. Oh my God! What's her fucking name? Juniper Montage. Yes. What a what an extremely trans girl name. Right? Okay, I can... I'll, I'll show you a picture that hopefully won't spoil anything, because she does have a look to her. Okay. Because, like, I'm just imagining trans girl in a noir movie, 
that has like you know the the kind of on the nose names um, i mean the problem is that everyone in our universe has on the nose names okay but like there's a different gender to names of like twilight sparkle and god now i'm trying to think of like a noir name uh <laughs> uh transfer bullets yeah right like they're similar for sure but juniper montage does feel like the woman who would walk into a noir detective's office while he's like you know yeah, she she is a dame that means trouble I can yes give you exactly that. yeah absolutely she's she's got uh a purse strap full of pins uh that'll that'll knock your socks off i don't know i'm it's been too long since i've seen pulpy noir shit to be able to do the jokes right i'm sorry no it's okay i i count the number of noirs to see on one hand but anyway that's what juniper montage looks like so if you, you have that hand or two hmm? oh uh in yeah all right it's, it's a it's a fun running bit i don't know I, it's very good i'm glad yeah. we both do it yeah okay but once you have appreciated Juniper Montage, uh... Mm-hmm. I have. Oh, what her gender. Right. I won't give anything away about what she does, but, uh, I, I like her. Mm. Even, but then again, I have a habit of falling in love with, um, shall we say, one-off villains. Oh. Oh my god, she's a villain? Um, I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, it's gonna be great. <laughs> Spoiled by admitting my taste in woman. Damn it. I'm... What can I say? Yeah. I'm VLV, villain love villain. Right? Okay. Oh, uh, man. But, yeah, so we are... Next thing we know, we are at school. Again. Yes, but this time we're actually in the classroom. Yes. Yeah, we we have we have returned to school once more. Yeah, where, uh, you know, it's the end of the day, ponies are traveling out, but Cheerily explains that, hey, if you want to... Okay, my little pony, she doesn't actually say that, but it's the kind of thing she does say... If you want to, yeah. if you want to be involved with the school paper, stay behind for class. Please stay after class. And uh, Cheerly explains that okay, well our last, uh, our last editor graduated, so there's an open spot, and uh, we need a new editor in chief. Sweetie Belle raises her hoof really hard, and asks, "What the hell is that?" It does this very cute little smile when yeah, says some... she, she has to go question. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Cheerly, she was like, oh, that's, a, "That's a good question. I like those reporters' instincts." And like, damn, Cheerly, once again, like, Cheerly is so good with kids. I doubt this even needs to be said. She's literally the school teacher, but just like, ah, oh, she's so what a good what a good little yes and that was. Yeah, uh, she does spend a fair bit of that scene um with with her forelegs on her desk like they are arms mm-hmm. uh crossed. Uh, in hindsight, there's a lot of that in this episode? Well, there's a lot of, like, weirdly dexterous who's in this episode. Like, there's a whole... Okay, I'll mention when we get there, but there's a whole scene with, like, someone moving a manila folder around with just her who's that is hard to look at. Yeah. There's a lot of just kind of sticking stuff to who's. It's... The ponies are very emotive and expressive in this episode, but also it's weird. Yeah. Uh, at some some point, we'll not find it strange that they're doing really good emotive animation work, but it's uh, it's not there yet. Yeah, it's still season two. It's still like new. Yeah. And then, uh, 
She really explains that, uh, you know, what an editor-in-chief is, that is, you know, the person who runs the newspaper, who decides, like, what stories get run and so on, make sure you get to press on time and what have you. Yeah. And, uh, then Cheerly announces that it will be Diamond Tiara, who was outside for some reason, and who comes in the door. Yeah. Where was she? What? Why was she not in class? Uh, she'd left explicitly <laughs> so she could make a bitchy entrance. Okay, well, I do it's Diamond that. Tiara we're talking about, right? Okay. Like, I mean, the thing is, I do like Diamond Tiara in this episode. Yes, she's the villain, but like, she's fun about it. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely the episode where I like Diamond Tiara the most. I think. Yeah, like, I I don't want to like Diamond Tiara, but you know, I again, I appreciate the villain Riz. Yeah, she's. She's bringing her A game, and we have to respect that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You do, you do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then, yeah, our Tina Barker haters are like, "Well, shit. If if Diamond Tiara is gonna be here, maybe we should just fuck off." And then they said, "No, we can deal with her to get our cutie marks in journalism." Yeah. Like, okay. The the weird thing is though, like. Cheerily does just be like, hey, Diamantiara's in charge, and then just leaves. Yeah. Uh, she just leaves Diamantiara in charge, which is an issue. And she is just like, the, the, the full free press is a joke, and like, no one, no one listens, like, no one actually reads it, and like, I'm going to deliver us to newfound glory, which is just, oh, what a way to put that. Yeah, I, I do want to point out that, like, uh, she comes in, she has a, so at the front of the classroom, there's one of those, like, little pull-down things that might be a projector screen or, like, a map or something, except she, here she pulls it down, and it is just a picture of Diamond Tiara. Oh, she kicks the wall, and it comes there, down. That's what it is. Because it is Again. a bit of a recurring joke for this Again, one. Good gender, I would also do this, to be clear. Yeah, 100%. It, uh, it is, it's very strong. Mm-hmm. And then we get uh, a shot of, remember Treble Shuffle? Yeah. Uh, we see him sitting in the back, like, reading the paper, and he's wearing, like, a fez for some reason. And his reading glasses. I mean, wasn't it, he? He was wearing a fez last time, wasn't he? That sounds right. I think we've seen him be fez before. Yeah. But we do get a lot of Treble Shuffle in this episode. And, uh... And, like, he, he seems, like, sad that, uh... That Diamond Tower is like being mean to the newspaper. Yeah. And uh God, that this does have actually I think one of my favorite jokes from this show, like yeah. in entirety in this yes. scene. Yeah. Because uh, Diamond Tiara says the beautiful sentence of like, I want hard hitting news and interesting think pieces. No more Namby Pamby stories like last year's editor. And one of the other ponies just pipes up with, but Namby Pamby was a great editor. Yeah. <laughs> and just like so good. <laughs> They keep using Namby Pamby the way we, like, like audience yeah. world would use that phrase. But that is absolutely the previous editor's name. And it is such a fucking good. It's, it's so good. It, they, like, they don't put too much point on it. But it's such a good joke. I was looking forward to say that if you didn't do anything. It's so good. Yeah. It, it, oh, fuck. I, I will always love a joke that is just an extremely solid joke delivered quietly without stopping for, like, laughs or anything. And, oh, that is a solid one. Yeah, it's just a good bit. Just like, yeah, that's what people are named in this universe. Like, yeah, you would have to yeah. meet a guy named Namby Pamby. Uh, 
also, she tells she gives Featherweight a camera and tells him to quote document everything. Yeah. The- yeah, you photograph everything and all decide what's important. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which, uh, yikes. Yep. Although yeah. I think that happens in a later. Doesn't really matter. Yeah, like she get she gives him the camera, and that's the important thing. Yeah. Tells every pony to get out there and report. And oh yeah, this is where they decide to like. Yeah, we can put up with Diamond's Yard to be journalists. Yeah, we'll try this. Yeah. We'll try having a shitty boss and see if we like the job anyway. Yeah. Uh, never worth it, but you know what? I get it. Sometimes you do what yeah. you gotta do. Uh, I, also, I also want to point there's like no silver spoon in this episode, which is weird to see. Yeah, Usually, just Diamond Tiara? Yeah, like, we see Silver Spoon, I think, like, in the beginning, like, if Featherweight's cute, but she doesn't get any lines, she doesn't show up doing anything important. Yeah. Like, do these two stop being friends for some point? Or, like, what the yeah, fuck like, happened? Yeah, it's it's weird, because they're usually matched sets. I would have liked mm-hmm. to see Silver Spoon around, but, you know, whatever. I like Silver Spoon. I like seeing her around. Happy Silver yeah, Spoon she... Saturday, every pony. But, but, yeah, she's you know, she's great. I can wait. Silver Spoon! I don't think you're our pony of the week, but, you know, if you come in, I'll say hi. I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, so we get another kind of mini montage, honestly. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, because, as you know, the show loves the rule of threes, and there are three mm-hmm. kidding my crusaders. So, yeah. So we get um, Sweetie Belle trying to have an interview with Rarity, and it doesn't really go very well, and Rarity just ends up shoving an entire dress on Sweetie Belle for some reason. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Unclear. Yeah, I think she's like, uh, yeah, because Sweetie Belle's asking Rarity a bunch of questions. Rarity just kind of ignores her, and I think, like, she, like, accidentally puts a feather in, so they're all, like, wearing those little reporter fedora hats. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, Rarity, like, pulls the little, like, page thing out of um, Sweetie Belle's hat and replaces yeah. it with a feather and then just decides to put the entire, like, peacock dress assembly on yeah, Sweetie yeah. Belle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they are all wearing the little cartoon shorthand for reporter, which is the fedora with little press card tucked into the, the hat band. Yeah, we've seen Spike wear this outfit as well. Yeah. despite the fact I've never seen one of those in real life. I'm not... I assume they were a we thing were... at one point, but I think it's one of those things that hap- that existed in, like, the twenties and it's just cartoon shorthand now. Yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm. I'm at now with that. It's just like it. It obviously existed at some point. I feel like I've seen photos of, like yeah of like yeah like the twenties or something with people actually doing that. I have no idea why, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. here we are. Um, Scootaloo yeah. is says she saw a, a a brand new nest of baby birds the other day and does go back to interview the baby birds yeah. in the nest they helped make out of newspaper. Yeah. And she falls off the branch and into some mud and the birds all laugh at her. Yeah, and she tries to lift herself out of the mud with her wings, but she just kind of like rubs her face in the mud because they only lift up her butt in her midsection. Yeah. It's um it's not great. Mm-hmm. Not great to look at. Yeah. Sadaloo. And then yeah. Yeah, and then we get Apple Bloom try. He's like, "Oh well, Grandma Smith's old as shit. She she remembers when yeah. Ponyville was founded, and she's like trying to get a Grandma Smith like pinching her cheeks, squishing her cheeks with her hooves, and like trying to, you know, trying to get her on board with like you know, 
You know, Granny, could you like talk about this uh, big old book of the history of Equestria? It's all told like worthlessly, which is nice. But uh, yeah. yeah, this is this Granny is an Smith. auditory medium, so I have to paraphrase here. But the, yeah, Granny Smith pulls out a a photo album and shows Apple Bloom a picture of uh, of her as a little baby wearing a diaper on her butt and on her head. Yeah. Notably, also, we do have a little bit of a wider shot that does show that, like, the entire room is just stacked with, like, what appear to be photo albums of a, like, young Apple Bloom. Yeah, yeah. We get another one of, like, of uh, Winona biting her uh, her diaper, like, that one, like, that copper, like, the one sunscreen logo, and one yeah. of her in the bath. And also, in the background, we see a, I think it's supposed to be a riff on American Gothic. American Gothic, Equestrian Gothic. Uh, I'm not sure what you mean in particular. Like the one painting of like the the old the two farmers. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. right 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 yeah yeah. It's I that... always forget that painting's name. Yeah yeah, and it's yeah we just see like the guy with the pitchfork, but it is like framed and it's definitely a reference to that. Absolutely yeah. But Apple Bloom is embarrassed, as you might guess. Can't imagine why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, then we cut to the uh, the full free press, which I think is in like the basement of the uh, of the schoolhouse or something. Yeah, it's full on like a cellar door to get down there, like the mm-hmm. the spooky like horror movie door outside the house that I assume is real, but I have never seen. Yeah, it's like a root cellar. I think is uh, yeah. Yeah. It's weird for a school to have a root cellar, but here we are. Yeah, I mean, I guess... Because <sighs> I understand that if you're a... Because the reason you have a root cellar is so you can, you know, keep food safe from spoilage, spoilage, you know, especially during the colder months. And I can see why, you know, Ponyville is a farming town. And I believe the point of the exterior door is so that, like, if you're outside with crops, it's easy to, you know, get them down there without having to... Yeah. Taken to the house. And so I can understand, like, you know, maybe this is just, like, what you do when you build a house in Ponyville, especially one that's, like, kind of out from everything. Especially, like, historically one whom schoolhouses would need, like, you know, to store food because you have to serve the kids food and such. And at one point, teachers... Historically, even, like, teachers would, like... I've seen shit where, like, teachers were expected to live there. Like, you know, they would have, Mm. like, you know, bed and stove and medical supplies and like because they would live there and then also teach there yeah schoolhouse right like it's... yeah 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 uh, uh either way yeah i don't uh, know if the yeah. i don't know if the writers thought things through that much but you know fair enough uh anyways yeah. so yeah we do get a very interesting shot of just sort of the writing room which appears to be a few ponies at typewriters yep and I have um, a, and I have opinions on the typewriters. I've been saving this for yeah. ages. So, uh, so we see. The, the thing is, I have opinions about the the guy in the visor because um, mm-hmm. he is just sort of holding a bottle of ink and squirting it loosely in the direction of the press. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he quite. He's just covered in ink, and there's big splotches up all over, all over the ground. Which I get that newspapering is a messy job, regardless. But um, he doesn't seem like he's doing it correctly. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't seem right. And that is just how we always see this guy is just covered in ink and just squirting more ink onto the goddamn press. I don't yep. what why 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 would they do this to this poor boy? Yeah. 
I, I would hope that someone would tell him how to operate the press correctly, but it seems to work. It also seems to somehow print in color, but regardless. Yeah, um, and, and we do get uh, Diamond Tiara in a extremely tall, like, tall-backed chair. Yeah, again, gender. With her, like, poster right next to her. So, like, she yeah. has her dumb poster right next to her desk, which, I don't know, that seems a little excessive, actually, Diamond Tiara. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I would do the same thing in her horseshoes but also yes it's it seems weird but it, it will be it will matter later that's fair also okay typewriter thoughts we get this out of my yes. head now yeah. so yeah. we yeah. see the typewriter keyboard i think a little more later but uh, they are two buttons and a space bar one free tough and mm -hmm. i've seen like explanations of how this work and they're all wrong like i've seen folks like oh well clearly it's a grid system where you like one is the X on the grid, and the other is Y on the grid, and you had space to enter it. No, no, it's horse code. Like it, we we have like a very efficient way of entering information with dit, da, and space, and it's horse code. Like it's that easy. Yeah, that is actually a pretty easy explanation for it. Yeah, it's it's literally just horse code. It's uh, uh regardless, I wanted to get that out because I. Mm. There's a lot of bad fan explanations for this, and it bugs me. So here yeah. we are. I, I just want to get the room done because I was assuming you'd be going off on a on a scary tangent on that one. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, so our our three uh, cutie mark journalists show up with their uh, with their news stories, and the uh, Diamond Tiara is serving J. Jonah Jameson here, and I do appreciate that. It's fun on her. Yeah, it, it is exactly the kind of job she does well. Which is well, because I'm pretty sure we do see a an actual P. Poda Podison later on. Oh, I don't like that name, but alright, here we are. <laughs> I don't know if that's what they actually call him, but that's what I've been calling him in my head. And, you know, I need pictures. <sighs> pictures of Spider-Mare. Pictures of Mare do well. Yeah. But, uh, and she's like, uh, Baby Bird's born? Rarity's hot new hat? This shit sucks. Ah. Yeah, it just throws it away. Yeah, it gets it gets me on my desk by the end of the day, and it better be juicy. She kicks them all out of the fucking cellar. Yeah. And the Cutie Mark Crusaders, being the Cutie Mark Crusaders, are like, ah, uh, well, I guess we I guess we fucked up once, which means we fucked it up entirely. <laughs> which means we should never try again. Also, they're um, they're like, you know, stunned faces with the you know, stars around their heads and their eyes going all every which way. That was a horse me for the guy teens a little bit. Yeah, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty common, like, cartoon trope. Yeah. yeah. And then the cartoon thing happens where their, uh, their notepads and hats get thrown out behind them. Yeah. I'm, it's I'm also a good goof. Yeah. I'm reminded of, I think it was a Simpsons bit or something where Homer gets thrown out of somewhere and they throw his other shit behind him. He just says, I believe I had a hat. And they throw a mm -hmm. hat out after him. He's like, haha, suckers. Yeah. <laughs> Free hats. It's so rare for Homer to actually get a win. I'll, I'll let him have that yeah, one. Yeah, kind of a home run, if you will. Ah! Aha! Uh, okay, and then... Either way, yeah, yeah. Apple Bloom and Scootaloo are, are bemoaning how bad journalists they are, and Sweetie Belle uh, hears Snips and Snails having an argument mm -hmm. and and uh, gets an, an, a brilliant idea. Yep. Because uh, uh, Snips and Snails have somehow attached themselves at the ass with some bubblegum. Yep, they have. Unclear how that happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they got bubblegum like this, but you know what? Fair enough. 
I, I can believe that it happened. This does seem like something they would do. Yeah. But yeah, Sweetie gets uh, Featherweight to take a photo of him. And uh, then tells tells them to meet them at lunch. And yeah. gets the girls together for a story. Yeah, which is weird. But uh, I kind of assumed this was an after-school activity. But Diamond Terror wanted it by the end of the day. Whatever. Maybe this was during recess. But if it was during yeah. recess, shouldn't somebody else have seen this happen? I don't know. It's weird. I mean, Stips and Snails seemed like they were doing it in a sort of like a out of the way <laughs> corner of the yeah. around the school. You know, I don't. You know how when you and your bros sneak off from the rest of school to get gum stuck to your butts, right? Absolutely, that's a thing that happens for sure. <laughs> two bros get two bros stuck with bubble gum together because they're not gay. Ah, <laughs> uh, and then. We cut to the the paper. We see the front page of the full free press with a, uh, you know, a, a, again a color picture of Snips and Snails stuck together, and apparently the title is Snips and Snails in Bubblegum Fails. Which, in case you didn't know, this was a twenty twelve production. There you go. Yeah. And uh, oh god, we do we do get. Like we we see some ponies reading it and they're all enjoying the story and uh, as is a surprising twist for a, a thing like this is um, snips and snails are giving hoofographs like people are just walking like ponies are walking up with their copies of the of the paper and like these boys are just like putting hoof marks on them yeah they're, yeah they're uh, they're signing them like they they love the attention is the thing like they they're all yeah. on they love this yeah and then we. And we go to a, a window, because I is that why is that why sweet uh, is that why the the chair is so tall so fucking diamond tiara can climb on the chair and look out the window of the the, the cellar to like spy on the fucking kids in I mean, the playground again kind of a gender but before then before then there was something I wanted oh, to mention oh yeah sorry so uh. So Stitson said, like, hey, look, we finally got the gum out. You can tell because they're just covered in bald spots and they, like, show off their butts and they are shaved a lot of places. And the main thing I wanted to point out here is that the cutie mark is on the fur, but not on the skin. Oh, God, you're right. I didn't even think about that. I, I made sure to write that down because that's weird and not oh. what I would expect. It's only yeah. on the fur. I don't make a point of staring at children's butts, so I don't. I didn't notice that. I'm so thankful for your sacrifice. <laughs> Thank you for the back hooved compliment, dear. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank. You. Uh, yeah. Oh. The, the thing is, like, every time we get uh, like a a cutie mark Theater episode, there is a lot of like them looking at their own butts yeah, to the, see if they have a cutie mark. Yeah, there's a lot so, of like butt every focus. time. Yeah, it, it's just like mm, I really wish we weren't. Having to look at this child's butt. That'd be great if we could mm -hmm. just not do that one, please. Yeah. But that is some bizarre canon that they picked. I, I don't know. I think maybe having them be actual butt tattoos under the fur would also be weird. There's no good answer here. I'll admit that. Yeah. Uh, but, uh... The, okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the main reason I wanted to bring up um, the chair earlier and then, like, looking through the window by climbing up on the chair... Was um, 
once the Kimura Crusaders do return to their editor, and Damatiara does this really fucked up stand where, like, one hoof is on the, like, window frame, and the other hoof is, like, bent in, like, a hand-on-hip pose. Yeah, but and it's the first time I think we've ever seen a pony do that, and it looks real fucked up, because it's not, like, resting on anything. Yeah. It's she, in the air. Yeah, she's kind of freestanding, and she's just holding herself up with her hoof on the wall, or whatever it is, on some kind of beam. Yeah. It's a very strange, like, stance. She's not it's upright, really unpleasant like, to look at. Because, like, her back is still mostly parallel to the grid. It's it's weird. Yeah. Like, you could tell this episode called for a lot of distinctly human-shaped horse emoting, and their bodies are not, because her hoof has to bend backwards, weirdly, to be on her hip. Yeah. Like, it feels like you could have just, just done something else with this. You didn't have to do this. Yeah, it's... Uh, I think perhaps one of the downsides of season two is they seem less married to the idea that these are horses and they should uh, emote in horse shapes. They do most of the time, but like, if if they need to be humanoid for a shot, oh, they will, baby. Yeah. Like, the thing is, cheerily, like, having her, like, front hooves crossed on a, on a table like their arms or whatever. Cool. Fine. Like, I get it. We get we get a lot of yeah yeah hoof hand activity going on in yeah this yeah we get it's a, just like we get a lot of hoof hand car door hook hand hoof hand yeah but like they could have they could have just this this feels so alien of a pose for this pony to be in and it's clearly like not the shape they should be yeah it's really bothering me yeah it's I feel like like even if she'd been standing like up completely upright and doing it it would have looked weird yeah it would have at least been like a shape it would have looked unnatural because horses don't usually move like that but it would have looked yeah more normal like a shape her body could be in yeah and like we've had ponies standing straight up before it's a thing we've we've, we've dealt with it but like this just oh it's just such a bad pose i hate it so much it's also like the angle we have in front anyway yeah we're Beating a dead horse on this, at this point yeah. on this one, but yeah, Diamond Tiara bad. Who would have guessed? But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, but Diamond Tiara is like, oh, yeah, your new column is a sensation. Columns about ponies and their private lives, and I love the way you signed it, Gabby Gums. That was a stroke of genius. Uh, they're like, thanks. We couldn't fit all of our names, so we made up a pseudonym. Yeah, good job, girls. It's actually a clever plan, and. And she's like, all right, I want more Gabby Gums tomorrow. And they're like, yeah, sure. And they leave. And we cut directly to the three of them making different bored slash confused slash I don't even know faces. I love um, these faces so much. And they they all became their own horse beans for Isekai teens. Like the, the Sweetie Belle, like, with her hoof on her chin looking confused. That was a good one. People would put, like, yeah. meme text of her being like, yo, uh, yeah. Remember the fucking Velociraptor meme or whatever? Yeah, she was like, yeah. oh, oh, why do we park on a driveway but, pi- but drive on a parkway type shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the apple bloom, like, both hooves on different parts of her head doing, like, a big, like, diagonal mouth, like, frown face thing is is good. Cause she, like, you could just feel how, like, frustrated she is trying to come up with an idea. Yeah, I, I originally really latched onto Apple Bloom's face here just because it's so... I don't even, 
I don't even know what expression this is other than like completely lost her thought because like her eyes are big. She's squenching her face. It's also just her head and her hooves. You can't see her body. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then, and then, um, we have Scootaloo doing like what I, if we're, if Sweetie Belle is like Velociraptor, uh, Scootaloo is doing something equivalent to like art, uh, art student owl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I realized that was a far more niche meme, but it was one I uh, associated a lot with, mm-hmm. and it has similar energy to people who who know that one. And I'd like to point out all three of these are ponies doing fairly humanized poses. Don't look weird at all. <laughs> like I'm gonna gonna drop it now, but just like yeah, oh, like guys, but they all look like these all look pretty normal. Like I, you know, yeah. I appreciate them more. These all work. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're weird in a funny way, but, like, in a good way. Yeah, they're weird in a way that's that's funny and also, like, doesn't stand out as feeling alien. It, like, they, mm-hmm. they all, yeah, they'll they'll fit what we've, like, seen ponies do. I I feel like I'm, I'm stressing this point too much, but, like, I, I physically recoiled seeing, uh diamond tiara enter that pose mm-hmm. in a way that i don't think i've ever seen like i've ever done with any other pose that ponies have been in mm-hmm. and uh they are they are interrupted by uh snips and snails doing the thing again yeah they went out of their way to like pointedly get themselves glued back together with yeah. some new fresh gum because yeah, they're, you know, and they're really playing boys the, want the attention yeah yeah they're really playing to the two of them and they, they don't even give them the time of day they're just like we can do better than that. Yeah, we need fresh ideas, girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we cut to the Carousel Boutique, where we get Rarity's rabbits of fabric, and she just trips over Sweetie Belle's saddlebag. Yeah. Where uh, she uh. Pick, she picks it up, and she's like, Oh, really, Sweetie Belle? Well, you're born in a barn. Ah, uh, Applejack, seething from the <laughs> distance. <laughs> Rarity, you know where she was raised. You were there. Yep. Uh, which maybe Rarity does. We've met Rarity's parents. They're clearly not up to Rarity standards. Yeah, but uh, uh we do have a, a a really cute bit that like it's a bit of a trope, but like it's cute with like Rarity being like, "Hmm, I'm curious, but oh, I should respect her privacy." But look at that. There's a little bit of newspaper sneaking out. Mm, I'm very curious what it could be. Yeah. But, oh no, but I must respect her. Yeah, and then she says, oh, she's like having a conversation with herself. Like, oh, she really shouldn't be stupid, Rarity. Oh, but it's so much fun, Rarity. Yeah. It's very it's good. so good. Uh, you, you love to see it. Yeah. And then uh, she pulls out the, uh, she pulls out the copy of the full free press and she's like, oh, come on the bomb, how delightful, how droll. Yeah. And, and Sweetie Belle... Comes into the room with the most baffling sense of, can you please keep it down with all the laughter? <laughs> like, yeah. holy shit, Sweetie Belle. What a what a weird energy to walk in on your sister. Yeah, has, has Sweetie Belle ever been upset about laughing? Like, Sweetie Belle, what were you doing that, like, she interrupted? Like, is, were you, like, too busy just being like, oh, I, uh... Is she just too busy being like, oh, how am I going to find something to write about if I can't sit here in silence or whatever yeah yeah uh sweet bell's like hey wait were you sleeping through my snabble bag and rarity's like uh, 
uh, but this Gabby Gums column is funny. It's like, all right, that's a weird dodge rarity, but okay. I mean, there wasn't any, I don't think there was anything else in Sweetie Belle's bag. I think it was just the newspaper. Yeah, but like, were you snooping in my bag? And the response being, but like, oh, look, this is a funny newspaper article that I pulled out of your bag. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, Rarity, that's fucked up. Yeah, no, she is absolutely like, this is a, this is not a great (laughs) trait for Rarity, but you know, it's, women are allowed to be a little terrible, you know? Thing is, folks, and we we've talked about this episode so far being kind of kind of generic. I'm imagining you can probably already guess what the moral of this episode yeah. is. The thing is, this specific scene of Rarity like snooping and uh, and Sweetie Belle finding her—that's a Chekhov's gun we're putting up on the mantle. For holy shit, wait a second, this episode actually rocks because, um, unironically, folks. This episode actually fucking rocks. Anyway, until we get to when that's important, mm-hmm. uh, Sweetie Belle finds out that yes, Rarity not only likes this article but wants to show her friends this article because it's juicier gossip than anything that's in the Ponyville uh, Express. Like normal, yeah. Thank you. And, and Sweetie Belle is so excited to know that their article was this good that she runs off. And I would like to take this point as well to comment. Um, three school kids with, like, no writing experience just put together a more interesting gossip column in, like, their lunch break than a professional reporter, I would assume. That is curious and never explored. I mean, I would argue that the events of this episode kind of explain that. I mean, as we'll see later on, in a town the size of Ponyville where everyone knows everyone... You could only be a gossip columnist for so long before people stop talking to you. Yeah, but like, a professional reporter should still be able to make like news, like, that's interesting to read mm-hmm. and also, you know, informative, rather than being extremely boring mm-hmm. and informative. Like, there, there is a line there where, especially like a small town reporter, I would assume would know how to write to their public. Yeah, yeah, like, given that, like, and, yeah, if you run the Ponyville Express, like, what else are you going to do? Presumably you know this town's tastes. Exactly. Like, I can't imagine why two kids getting their butts stuck together with gum is, like, an amazing article. Oh, uh, you gotta remember that, like, before the internet and before a lot of mass media, I think people were a lot more easily entertained. It, yeah. Yes, but, like, there's a difference between, like, being entertained and, like, this clearly being a, like, because it being funny would be one thing, but, like, it is apparently a well-written gossip column, which is a form of writing that you can do badly, and these ponies aren't bad at writing a gossip column, Mm -hmm. apparently. I'm baffled by just how popular a gossip column written by children is. See, I, I feel like, at least for what they're doing, the bar is pretty low. Like, the, you know, it's, the what happened is more important than, you know, because, like, Sips and Sales getting their butts stuck together is pretty funny on its own, you know? I guess? I don't know. It, I feel like it would be relatively hard to drop that ball. Though, yes, they do not drop it. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. I... Yeah, 
I just also think it's hard for that ball to be entertaining, even at the sort of scale of Ponyville. Like, that that's... Because Rarity does say it's it's better than, like, the, the adult newspaper put together by adults. Mm-hmm. And, like, I'd imagine the adult newspaper has, you know, competent writers at it. Yeah, they, like, but they also have standards, yeah. right? Like, if you work for, like, you know, whatever your local, like, newspaper, you can't run an article laughing at two children who got their butts stuck together, right? Like, if you work for, like, the New York Times, I think it would be frowned upon to run an article that is, like, look at these two children getting their butts stuck together. Isn't that hilarious? Like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the point I'm getting at, though. Like, I, I don't understand why the adult readership of Pony... Spoiler alert, everyone. Uh, the adult readership of Ponyville fucking loves this article mm-hmm. and all the follow-ups. Like, the fact that these three ponies are able to make such a fucking page-turner of, of like, collections of articles is the baffling thing to me. I, I can't... I can't believe that these three are that good at writing. I, even if it is a low bar of writing quality. Yes, I don't think, I don't think their writing is doing that much work. Is my is my point here. I don't think it has to. I I think it's about the the information <sighs> inside more than it is the yeah the actual content of the column. I'll take your word for it. I don't. Yeah, look, because we can we can just, we can just move past this if you want. Because uh, like I don't I'll, know. I'll say one more thing. Because every time I, every other cartoon has done like a riff on this bit, right? It's not like a. Yeah. And oftentimes there's not even a newspaper column involved, right? It's just Yeah, there's not even it's just, you know, I don't know, someone posting shit on their website or like I don't know, maybe this is like I'm kind of a messy bitch. I enjoy gossip. I it's, it's not something I'm proud of, but like it's something I enjoy. And it doesn't have to be like in a compelling newspaper column for me to enjoy it, right? Like even just the bare facts of like, you know, hey, we're both blowing off some steam about so and so can be has a fun and has kind of a thrill to it, right? Yeah, but like, even when you're telling gossip, like you you got to make the got like the telling of the gossip still kind of is a thing that can be done extremely boringly, and I've had to sit with people gossiping in like just a really boring way. Ah, and it does not. It does not make the gossip more interesting. Ah, see, maybe that like it it hurts the gossip. Ah, uh, maybe that's my problem. Maybe, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I I I don't know any boring gossips. Maybe I've never met one. That it. Yeah. It, th- those are different. Yeah. Uh I used to, I feel like it, yeah. I feel like the cutie mark crusade if they put their heads could could make at least one catty bitch. It might take some work on their part. I'll give them that. I don't think any of them really yeah. have it in them. But I think they could. Yeah. I, I think at the very least, Sweetie Belle has enough rarity in her to be a, a good catty bitch about it. Yes. Like. Yeah. No, I, I will. And in fact, they immediately grow a conscience about it, as uh, you yeah, might guess. Yeah, and that's that's which fine. Is, but like again, which, which would imply that they're they're not really cut out to be gossips, which is a credit to your point. Yeah, and, and also just like we get. A few times where they read titles and stuff, and like they're all like weirdly, they're wordplay I wouldn't expect kids to make. And I think that's the big thing getting me here is just like, yeah, these three kids and three kids in general, I don't think 
have the capacity to make an article that would be interesting for adults to read in this format. Like, that's the thing that's getting me here. See, I realize we're getting stuck on a really tiny detail uh, that's bothering me a lot, but... See, I, it is kind of weird that they all love the Sits of Stale story, because it feels kind of mean for an adult to laugh at them. Like, it feels weird that Rarity would, yeah. like... I mean, it makes sense for Rarity, like... Rarity is kind of cruel in that regard, but it feels weird that, like, the other folks would find this that funny. But, like, the other stuff, I mean, like, you know... Like, gossip about the mayor or the princess, that makes more sense to me. Yeah, I, I, I think that's the thing I'm going with here. It's like, sure, this first article is, like, the equivalent of, you know, America's Funniest Home Videos existing. But, like, we see their later articles, and their later articles are, like, way more mean-spirited. And mm -hmm. these adults are still willingly reading a mean-spirited article written by who they expect to be a single child. Mm -hmm. And none of them find that strange at all. Like, it's... there. There's just a level of, of like... I, I understand. It's a kid's show. I shouldn't be thinking about it this hard. We're stuck in a fucking show for children. I get it. But I'm stuck here. So I've, I've had to be thinking about this. That is just kind like, of our job here, dear, is to think about it. Yeah. Just like... The fact that, like, the mayor dyes her hair gray, like, it's kind of fucked up to just, like, share that about someone. Like, that's whatever. Like, why why, why would you make an article about that? Why is that, like, gossip-worthy enough news? And why is it an article that these adults think is written by a fucking child? Like, why is that how they want... Why, yeah, like a lot of. The, Do you see what I'm gesturing at? Yeah, here? no, like a lot of this is like I don't know. Someone told me that Mayor Mayor died or made I. So, like, what's your point? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Maybe the, I think that's like a. I think that's an older person thing. Like, so part of the joke for I think the audience world folks is that um, usually folks dye their hair to not be gray. You know. Yeah. Which is kind of an inversion, but like, I think that's also like our generation thing where like everyone dyes their hair and it's cool and fun to do. But if you yeah. watch like older sitcoms, like, you know, stuff for like you know, our parents' generation or before then, like r the rumor that, Oh, a woman dyes her hair is like scandalous or like something she would want to hide. I think that's a generational gap thing. Yeah, it, it is like, I, I'm definitely of the opinion that like, I, I am, you know, in the back of my mind, kind of looking forward to when I eventually have gray hair. Because, damn, that means I don't need to bleach it before I, like, start dyeing mm -hmm. it again. Which means I can dye my hair without doing the really damaging bleaching side of it again. Looking forward to that. Like, you know, not, like, rushing towards it, but like, hey, you know, it's fine. Be good. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah. Anyway. I, again, I don't understand why children writing gossip articles are able to like take the town by storm like this because it means like i think that's part of the other thing here that i, I didn't actually directly address is just like for rarity having like the mean gossip girl streak you kind of expect yeah. it. it's rarity we've seen her be like that yeah before. yeah you, you love it on her yeah but like applejack being into it, it, some juicy gossip. Yeah, it, that does seem that seems weird for Applejack. Like it feels like in a different episode you would see Applejack like, you know, be the one like Apple, you can't fucking do this. It's it's not right. It's fucked up. Yeah. 
right? Like, I don't think, I don't, like, Twilight, like, even when we see Twilight reading it, like, Twilight's kind of not super on board with it. Like, I don't think Fluttershy is ever on board with it, but she's, like, barely even in this episode, yeah. so, you know. Yeah, her and her, anyway, her, and her well, tail extensions? Yes, that's that's weird. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we get to Sweetie Belle saying, "Oh, we gave up too quickly, girls. We we got to do all of Ponyville." Yeah, we were thinking too small. We're doing this gossip shit. We got to hit everyone in town. Yep. And at their first scoop is like the cakes holding their babies who are crying at the store, possibly at that uh Jester Hat store. Come to think of it. Yeah. Could be. Which on the inside... It's unclear what store they're at. Yeah. Because, like, I thought I remember seeing the, the Jezra store oh, shake. No. But in, inside, it seems like it's a jewelry store. Yeah. Yeah, we we have seen the inside of this jewelry store before. Uh, Big Mac was in here when yeah. they were doing the fake marriage thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's a... Weird shape. Weird vibe. Yeah. I don't know... Clown jewelry? Jewelry for japes? Yeah. Japery? Japery? Jokelery? Yeah. And then... But like... I don't know why this per, is... Like, perfect example. Why, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, and... There's baby the implication that they're taking this out of context, but, like, it's two babies crying in public. That's what babies do. Like, what... I don't know why everyone thinks this is, like, great fucking news. Like... Also, you all heard the crying. Like... Yeah. It's not yeah, like the the babies were crying. That's not really news. Like they do that. Like Diamond Tiara just says pound and pumpkin cake trip to the store ends in tears. Gabby Gums comes through again. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah. Like you would think this would be like something they would do to indicate they were running out of gossip, but I guess like I guess it's great. I guess this is what everyone wants to hear is that the babies right. were crying. Yeah. Yeah, to the point where, like, the actual newsstand is wanting to carry the, like, student newspaper, which, again, fucking baffling to me. Yeah, yeah, Truffle Shuffle gets some, a couple lines where he says, you know, oh yeah, the, the regular newsstand wants to carry it, and Diamond Terra gives him 20 to take away. Give him 20 more if they need it. Yep. We see our Inky Boy running off some... They just go right through the press and come out as, like, nice folded sheets. Which is not... Yeah, one page goes in, perfectly folded newspapers come out. Yeah. Which, damn, I wish, buddy. Yeah, like, all collated and everything. Uh, sure, bud, whatever. And again, in color, even though he's only putting in black ink and doing one pass. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, upsetting. Yep. And then we get Lyra and Bon Bon taking the papers, and every pony's reading it. And uh, we cut to yep. the Aloe and Lotus's spa. Yeah, where we get a yeah, we get quite a quite a show. Um, yeah, there's a lot to talk about in this scene. Like, uh, yeah, uh, uh, like Applejack. We'll start with the simple one of Applejack just getting a back massage while she's talking. So you get the like vibrating voice thing mm -hmm, going mm -hmm, on, mm -hmm. and yep, yeah, and we get a, yep. Okay. Oh yeah, get, please go ahead. Yeah, so we get we get uh Yeah, so we get Spike and they're all talking about Gabby Gums, of course, and Yeah. We get 
we get Spike like leaning back on her. Uh, we get Spike leaning back on his back with like cucumbers over his mm. eyes, like like you do in the spa. And yep. he mentions that is this where he mentions that Gabby Gums interviewed him? Uh, later. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then anyway, long story short, uh, Rainbow Dash bursts in, uh, talking about Gabby Gums and shit, and uh, and long story short, she like surprises Spike who sits up and the cucumber go from his eyes to hers. <laughs> she then spends a little while talking with cucumbers on her eyes yeah. about how there's this cool new uh, Gabby Gums article about the great and powerful Trixie. And like, hey, fucking girls, leave Trixie alone. Yeah, she doesn't even she's, she doesn't she's even fine. here. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck did she, they even find Trixie at this point? Yeah, I mean, it's nice to see Trixie mentioned. Uh, given that she won't show up for at least another season or so, but, you know. Yeah. We we respect Trixie in this house. Yeah, yeah, we're Trixie appreciated. You'd love to hear about her. And then... But but then... But then... Uh, but then Rainbow Dash just... Eats one of the cucumbers off her eyes, yeah. chews, and, and swallows, and then starts talking, and mostly just like... Oh, you've already read this article? Well, damn, I don't want a hoofa cure. That's like I'm I'm that, a yeah. daredevil. I don't want that shit. I think Rarity offers Rainbow Dash a hoofa cure. Yeah. And Rainbow Dash's like, no way, that's sis that's sissy shit. I would have to turn in my daredevil license. Yeah. And then Spike, and then she's like, and besides, I gotta read I gotta read this this column I haven't read yet. And then Spike uh takes one cucumber off her eye. Grabs her by the nose, reaches down her throat, pulls out the unchewed cucumber, and puts it back over his eye. What the fuck, Spike? Yeah. They have four cucumbers. <laughs> yeah, they can just get you more of that, my dude. Oh, yeah? What are you doing, Spike? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Also, the <sighs> the picture of Rainbow Dash with the cucumbers over her eyes with a horse meat breeze to Kiteens. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, <sighs> I do I do like the implication that we get from, from Twilight. Uh... That her mane is like that because she does actually get it dyed. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We see uh, one of the spa ponies putting a uh, putting the little tinfoil things under parts of her tail, or maybe that's like supposed to get it curled or because they don't do it for the whole streak, which is weird. But yeah. it does look like yeah, the, the that's fair. It does look like the the beauty gray tinfoil they're putting in her mane. Yeah, or putting it in her tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and 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 Twilight's already like mm, I don't I don't know. Like this yeah. seems well, I, this I, seems less than ideal. I'd like to point out that the reason Twilight's because she's specifically looking at an article about Princess Celestia eating cake. Yeah. Which God, what was that article's name? Uh, uh oh, Celestia, just like us. Yeah, and it's like a picture of Celestia like in the middle of eating cake. It's all over her face, and that became a huge horse meat for Easter guy. Like Celestia likes cake. Huge thing. Yeah, but Twilight's just like, oh yeah, Gabby Gums doesn't doesn't value any pony's privacy. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, all right, which, good. Which kind of implies there's a meaner read here, which is that Twilight is like this because she's defending Princess Celestia. She's like, oh well, I like Celestia. That's a little mean to her. Yeah, I ha- I have to defend Celestia so she'll fuck me. Yeah, but but then like Pinkie Pie like provides the you know the mayor's. Uh, yeah, pink like hair. dying her main gray yeah, scandal, yeah. and and Twilight Twilight does respond respond with like, I just can't help feeling sorry for ponies featured in her columns. It's got to be a little embarrassing. And it's like, yeah, 
All right, Twilight, you need Celestia to to be shunned to turn around on this, but like, yeah. Twilight's already hitting the the point of like mm, this might be a bit too much. Yeah, uh, Applejack apparently not though. The fucking horse of honesty is like, oh no, th- this isn't being mean. This is, she's a hoot. Yeah, <laughs> as long as she's being honest, it's apparently fine. Which I I can honestly see for an honesty horse. You know, yeah, I like honesty, which also includes gossip. Which is yeah. uh, at least a, an interesting character flaw that makes sense for her to have. Yeah. Notably, Rainbow Dash is like, damn, I hope I hope Gabby Gums does an article about me. That'd be super cool. Yeah, it would be- and Rarity's like, hey, would you like a hoof cure? Why not? And Rainbow Dash is like, hey, I already said no the first time, but you're pressuring me as my friend. So I guess I guess I got to do yeah, one. Yeah, we do see Featherweight in the background. Yep. And uh, but before this, there- Feather- <laughs> sorry, go ahead. I will point out Featherweight is sneaking yeah, into yeah. a room full of adult ponies that are in a spa, so mm, weird take there, my dude. Yeah, I I wanted to believe this put Diamond Tara put him up to this. I'm willing to blame her for this. Yeah. Like and yeah. It's yeah. It is just kind of cringe as well yeah, as the thing. Yeah, it's also bad. But also, can we talk about Twilight in the Hoof separator thing? Can... Oh God! I forgot about it. I wanted to forget about okay, it so badly. Okay, so listener, please talk listener, about it. Let me paint a, a a word picture for you. So you know, oh God, you know how when you get your your toes done, or yeah, you know, at least you you've possibly seen this. There's this when you get a pedicure, you put your toes in this foam thing that keeps the toes separated so the polish can dry and they don't uh, get rub up against each other. And to give the the person painting them easy access. Twilight mm-hmm. isn't one of those, but it's really big, and there's one for each hoof. And she's laying on her side to put one hoof in each. And also, we see one of the spa <laughs> ponies holding a big nail polish brush with both her hooves just paint the entire hoof. It's so cursed. It's so cursed. It's just the worst fucking thing. Yeah, it's, I hate it so it's much. It's really bad to look at. I love it. It's. It looks like a fucking torture device. <laughs> That's it. You're going in the hoof separator. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Also, they're they're oh, painting oh, but... it purple, which does imply that like. Which does imply that like on some level it's not. Fur, it's not just fur that goes over the hoof. It is painted to make it the same color as the fur. Maybe? I I thought the brush was, like, more more transparent. No, I don't know. Again, is, I wasn't paying too much attention to I think it is that. putting purple on her hoof, which is weird. Because if it was clear, if it was, like, top coat, that would make perfect sense, but... Yeah, I don't... I don't know. I don't, I don't want to fucking think about it. I don't want to uh, think about it okay, anymore. Also, it's very bad on my brain. Also, the way she's holding the brush is very strange, as you might guess. But yeah, regardless, yeah, we can move on. I just had to point that out because it's so yeah, it's so much. It's, I know exactly what it is. It's it's the artist looked at reference of someone like you know pinching the brush on a normal like nail polish, like yeah. cap. Yeah, no, I get that. Like, and just turn that into hooves instead. Yeah, no, I get it, it's real bad. Yeah, yeah. I think it's because her, her hooves have to bend weirdly to, like, move it the right way. It's... Yeah, it, it'd have to be, like, a very, like, if if, if audience world human... Like, you'd have to be, like, a really weird elbow out sort of holding this thing to get it to brush like yeah, that. Like if, yeah, like, imagine, dear listener, holding, like, turning your 
you know, making hooves with your ramblers and like trying to hold like a, a can of beans or something between them. Oh, hey. It's me. Yeah, I, I can't imagine. Imagine holding me with your with your scrabbly dabbers. Well, well, but you're very good to hold, and I think would have some affordances. I, I'm talking about something yes. like so small, cylindrical, and smooth. I won't make a dick joke. I won't make a dick joke. I won't make a dick joke. <laughs> uh, dear, you can, you can hold my dick between your hooves if you want, dear. Okay, a- after after the podcast. Yeah. Okay, and now I'm thinking about that one Reddit post that's like... Hey, how would I remove a, a cylinder that's about, you know, about five inches long and four and a half inches in girth uh, from a mini M&M's tube full of uh, peanut butter and microwave banana? Uh, I'm terrified. Holy shit. I, I want to believe it was a troll post, but it was a very good one. Yeah. Ah. Uh. Ah. Uh. Now, now they have the conversation about uh, Rarity being, no, sorry, um, Rainbow Dash being uh, 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 peer pressured into getting a hoof yeah, cure, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, Rarity's like, oh, oh, it's really good, dude. You simply have to try, and then yeah, and then Rainbow Dash like lays down next to Rarity on a separate bed, and there there is a little bit of homoeroticism here. I would say there is a little bit of like. It's a little gay. It's a little yuri. But it's also, you know, it, it is also pure pressure. It is also like Ravenheart's lazy. She's immediately uncomfortable. She keeps like jerking her hooves away from the file. Yeah, she she lays down like she... She lays down, but her head is like straight up off the bed, even though she's laying on her back. Like, I was kind of expecting her to just sort of like rock back and forth a bit with how like stiff her posture is. Like... Mm-hmm. Oh, she yeah, she doesn't look comfortable, and like every time the the file gets anywhere close to her, her her hooves, she like flinches them away. And all right, all you foot freaks, I'm gonna have to tell you, Rainbow Dash isn't into it. She doesn't she doesn't like ponies anywhere near her hooves. But that was a foot. She just don't like it. Part of the limb that's the that the hoof is on. We've had this conversation before. <laughs> the hoof is part of the foot. Okay, okay, okay. We can only do that goof for hands. <laughs> The hell's a hand? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, uh, and then yeah, Rainbow Dash eventually just like flies off. She doesn't want to be part of this. Yeah. And then now Spike mentions that Gabby Gums interviewed him. Yeah. <laughs> and all the ponies crowd around in a kind of terrifying. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. What? And then he yeah, they all just like immediately zoop to like stare at him, and like they're all excited. Yeah, and he's terrified. Yeah, and then uh, we cut to the article. Well, we see the picture the Cutie Bar Crusaders took, and it's it's a very flattering <laughs> article of Spike, and he's, like, wearing a fez in his little smoky jacket with, like, a bubble pipe. I don't know if he's wearing the fez on. It looks like it's, like, just stuck to the side of his head, kind of rubbing up against his head frills. It's very weird. I don't know how that's staying on. Yeah, I uh, if I were the artist on this one, I would have, like, had it, like, obviously just sort of, like, hanging off one of the head yeah, frills in, in, like, an awkward yeah. angle, but, like, obviously attached there. Yeah, I, that's what I would have liked, is, you know, it's on one of the head frills, which would not have looked... It would have looked silly, but that's the point, right? Yeah, and... Yeah, and we think it's our best uh, article yet, and then Diamond Tiara does not like that it's flattering up Spike. 
but it's nice. Yeah. She has not like that it's nice this bike, I should say. Yeah, and and you know, Diamond Tara's like, no, this is your worst article ever. Yeah. So you can see they are like they are developing a conscience about this. They do realize that they are hurting people and don't want to be doing this. Yeah, like Apple Bloom says it's like softer than their usual gossip and and Sweet Bell's like, hey, you guys feel guilty about this, right? Like Yeah, like this is fucked yeah, up. Yeah, she's like, I think we're hurting Pony's feelings. I think this is bad to be doing. Yeah. Which, like, so this is the thing, though, where I, where I say this episode, like, actually rocks. Because, um, most cartoon trope episodes for this thing would not have this, re like, have our, our journalist character, our, like, Gabby yeah. Gums. I realize it's three ponies, but the Gabby Gums equivalent character in most cartoons would not be having that revelation this early in the episode. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's why this episode fucking rocks. It's because it sidesteps the first lesson of it's shitty to tell like to gossip about people like this in such a public way mm -hmm. yeah and the, because yeah like yeah, they they private gossip is one thing po fucking posting it in a goddamn article like this very different yeah yeah and yeah diamond tower refuses to print it and yeah they they develop a conscience about it but they keep doing it for a bit like they put they published a picture of Applejack sleeping on the job and Big Mac with smarty pants. Hey, call back. Yep. Remember things. Glad to see that again. Yeah. Good. So happy to see Good that. Good remembering, M.A. Larson. I knew you could do it. Yeah. Did she actually write that episode as well? Uh, this wrote this one. Let me see. Uh, no, Megan McCarthy wrote, uh, well, hang on. Yeah, that no, was, Megan what, McCarthy Lesson wrote Lesson Zero. Yeah, different, different writer. Huh. Damn. Yeah, I think they started talking. Good. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, you do love to see it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then Applejack sees this and now she's bad because now she's been called out. And also, yeah. I think, like, the articles are getting, you know, maybe a little less truthful because Twilight sees one about herself that is like, I was a Canterlot snob. Yeah, a well-placed scaly source close to the prissy ponies as Twilight Sparkle thinks Ponyville is nothing but mud roads and low-class rooms. Yeah, which is and like, weird. Like, the, yeah. Like, I don't know why Spike would even say this other than just like, and I don't think he did. Like, he, he denies having said it. And yeah. like, I really to believe this because that is not how Spike or anyone would ever characterize Twilight. Yeah, no one, no one talking about Twilight would say that about Yeah, Twilight. like, Rarity will go around and say that shit in public, but not Twilight's. Yeah. And then... But... And, and then, yeah, Twilight also points out, like, it's all lies, like, uh... She's like, look, Fluttershy has tail extensions, and, like, Fluttershy hides, which is a weird one. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Twilight does yell at Spike, which startles him enough to burn his copy of the newspaper. Yes! Which is... It's, it's good. Yeah, I... It does get burnt to a crisp, which implies it does not get sent to Celestia, which is a shame. I think that would be funny. It would be very funny, yes. It's like, what? <laughs> Celestia gives like, I was like, does Twilight really think this? Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and then, yeah. I, I do... I do appreciate that the, uh... That the Gabby Gums article about Fluttershy is just, like, three arrows pointing at her ass. Which does feel like something you right? would print, dear. It is, 100%. And also, Fluttershy, it doesn't matter if you have tail extensions or not. You're cute either yeah. way. It's fine. Yeah. You're, you're allowed to look how you want. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like the... That's kind of like the mayor dying her like her mane though. Like it's such a nothing scandal, and like that's like cool. Someone has tail extensions. Fine. Like all right, they made a fashion choice. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Guys? Again, I think this is boomer shit. Like I think this is definitely yeah, yeah definitely not some something I think you have if you're you know cis and my parents' age more than more than me. That's fair. The the thing is though the next one is Pinkie Pie is an out of control party yeah, which, animal. And that's we already a lie. fucking knew. Like that's not yeah. news. <laughs> and that, but we the thing is like Pinkie Pie does even burst into tears saying it's true I have a problem yeah. which is like fucking hell. But Pinkie Pie we knew this like what's your point? Yeah, and then it's followed up with an, another. I, I love this gag. It, I love this gag every time I see it. It's so good of just Twilight Sparkle being like, look, according to this one, the cakes are breaking up and both the cakes just like break into the room and be like, wait, what? We're breaking up, but both of them are confused by it. We are. No, guys, you're not. It's a lie about you guys. Both of you. You can't both be startled by being by being in a breakup. It means neither of you want to break up then. What the fuck? Ah, yeah. And like. Then we get Rainbow Dash flying it with just as many newspapers as she can carry. Yeah, because, like, sh- this fucking child's gossip column made it all the way to fucking. But, Cantrel- uh, Cloudsdale, uh, but Cloudsdale. Cloudsdale. Can- no. Cloudsdale. Yeah, it was Cloudsdale. Yeah, like, Cantaloupe was one of my brain, but I knew that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Cloud. Like, this fucking stack of articles we got all the way. Like, how is this child getting published in a different city? Hmm? Anyway, Clear, apparently, clearly they all subscribe to the Associated Pony. Apparently. <laughs> You'll never but guess like, what came in on the wire. Yeah. But yeah, she like basically tried to pick up every copy of it she could to stop ponies reading about like the like, one frame photo they could find of her looking kind of relaxed next to the... Yeah. Next to getting the hoof cure game. And like, okay, I'd like to take a step back here. Hey. Can we all just be chill about like... Maybe someone who's into sports also giving a shit about having like nice hooves or something. Yeah, the, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the implication here is more that Rainbow Dash's friends fucking suck. Like, it, which I could believe. I could believe that like a lot of Rainbow Dash's troop adjacent friends would roast her for this, and that's wrong of them yeah, to do. But again, it's some it's some fucking boomer shit, yeah. right? Like. It's fine for someone who, like, does hard work to want to look pretty and shit. Like, Applejack's here. Applejack fucking works on a farm all day. Yeah. Why aren't people being shitty about her wanting a, like, hoof yeah, because, because She's cool with yeah, it. Yeah, because Applejack is a friend with a bunch of, like, shithead pegatroops who, who would laugh at her for this sort of thing. That's the difference, right? Is that Rainbow Dash needs better friends? Yeah. Like... She has better yeah, friends. Yeah, I don't know why she, like, yeah. cares... Yeah, like... You, you would think this would be, like, room for a lesson, like, you know, a lesson about, like, Rainbow Dash, it doesn't matter if you do or if you don't, like, if your friends roast you for this, like, they're not your friends, right? Fuck them. But, right? like, yeah. everything we hear about Pegasus society is that, like, it seems like a lot of them suck. Ah. Yeah, they are sort of the troops. Yeah, like... You know that meme going around about, like, you know, men think about the Roman Empire every day? Yeah. 
It's almost as big as Christian Baby. Yeah. <laughs> if you went skydiving and a Christian Baby was with you and said they wouldn't open their suit unless you uh, admitted that you thought about the Roman Empire. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, but every Pegasus constantly thinks about the, the Potent Empire, the, the Pega Roman Empire. I mean, you, you remember? Yeah. You remember General Thunderdick or whatever it was back at the Horsewarming Eve pageant? Yeah. Like it, there. The Battle of Thermopony. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we all know this. Yeah, the, shit. the Pony Nick Wars, the Ponic Wars. Yeah. There we go. Ah, uh, perfect. <sighs> Either way, now even even Rainbow Dash is now having a freak out about how her life's been ruined, and like all most of the main six are having a bad time. Yeah, except- and Rarity, being queen bitch about it, is is very much like mm, this is no big deal. It's all harmless. Yeah. These these mean nothing. Turns the page, and just the headline is the drama queen diaries or something yeah shit. yeah literally leaking rarity's diary and this frame of like rarity gasping holding the holding the the paper at a at legs length and gasping going oh destroy her horse me please yeah. kite tunes yeah that one that one fired some brain cells for me i remember that like Watching this, I was like, I don't remember this episode at all. I don't remember anything about this. What the fuck? I don't remember any of this. And then I saw that. I'm like, oh, no, I remember this now. I remember this one. This one? This one's in my brain. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like this episode did not, did not leave much of an impression in terms of, like, the plot or the story. But, like, it had some great horsebeats for Isekai teens, baby. Especially if you like pictures of ponies mm-hmm. holding newspapers. That's just, I mean, that's just great uh, meme fodder right there. Yeah, it's very good. Okay, I, I I saw a thing on the Buru about theorizing about the typewriter that the knobs wrong. No, why they even say like, oh, there is no way ponies would be able to get this far in the first place if they only wrote in binary. It's called Horse Code, Dingus. Ah, uh, anyways. Uh also because yeah, like oh, this is just a, a a collection of really good rarity bits. Like I, I'm. I admit, I'm usually not a huge fan of Rarity. Like, she's fine. She's pretty much always, like, a, a solid B pony for me. But, like, she hits A-plus for this, because Twilight's like, okay, alright, we need we need to put a stop to Gabby Gums. Sweetie Belle works at the newspaper. Like, you, maybe your sister knows who Gabby Gums is. And Rarity says, like, no, Sweetie Belle wouldn't possibly associate with someone so beastly as Gabby Gums. I resent you saying such a thing. She's the most innocent, most lovely, and then just like we just hard cut to Rarity just snooping directly into Sweetie Belle's like saddlebag again and saying, most evil pony in all of Equestria. <laughs> yeah, it's... How could my sister steal my diary like <laughs> yeah, this? It's... And it's such a perfect cut. It's what I love about Rarity is that she could, you know, she turns on a dime. Right, like she didn't. Yeah. Like, oh, I, like, oh, this gossip stuff is all. I'm gonna, I'll destroy ya. <laughs> yeah. Just like the uh, way she goes from zero to a hundred to zero to a hundred <laughs> and back. It's so good. I love her. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, terrible horsewoman. Number one. Yeah. Just we get we get like a fucking horrifying like black and white movie murderer silhouette over Sweetie Belle's door before Rarity just, just like kicks it open, kicks it in. Yeah. With her back hoof? Yeah. Like, it is... And she goes, F2, Gabby Gums. 
which is so fucking good. Lo- Again, this is why I love Rarity. Is the ah, yeah. the dr- extra dramatic bitch energy. You know, she is living her most life. <laughs> and and the follow up line to that is even better too. Just on top of all of this, it's just like you you know how'd you find out? Because like Sweetie Belle's like panicking, and Rarity's response was the gilded pages of your betrayal, <laughs> which is just yeah. what the fuck. Yeah, like, Rarity? You know, she was like what? rehearsing this in her head the whole time. She knew exactly what she was going to say. Yeah. she would never be caught in the back of oh, doing a jacuzzi. Like, God. Final Fantasy players give Uriange like sick sick burns sometimes for his like obtuse verbiage because he just uh eloquently speaks thusly as thou might expect when everyone else is just speaking normal. I want the gilded pages of your betrayal rarity. I want that to be <laughs> like, always like rarity's this. normal approach. I yeah. Like, I don't want this to be the way she is when she's angry. I want this to be her baseline. I want her to talk like that and I, normally. I want to see Rarity and I would be go- a huge Rarity fan, I want to see Rarity go live with the fairies. Yeah. Like, and it's one thing I love about Rarity. Like, like she's ready to go with her dramatic bitch but at the drop of a hat. And, like, it's almost kind of funnier that, like, she has this register available to her. And that's just what she goes to when something is serious. Like, it's... Yeah, it's really funny, and I I love it so much for her. It's there's a reason how like, okay, if you're in a tabletop game with me and you put me on the spot, I'm going to make I'm going to do rarity. Yeah, and it's because she's <laughs> can't so good. confirm it has happened, and it's because she's so good. Like, best yeah. horse. Like, yeah, you may notice my fallback is like just the most like exasperated like straight man mm-hmm. job because I. In anything funny, I I always loved like the exasperated straight man like trying to keep like the the thread of the narrative going. Very good. So like doing that in character is so fucking fun for oh, me. You do it so well, dude. Just like the person who's so exasperated and just like I see the goofs you're making, and sometimes I'll yes and them out of nowhere, but most of the time I'll be like. Mm, that was a good goof, but <laughs> you wear it so well, like, dear. Uh, I mean, that's why we podcast together so well, right? Uh it's it's a fun time, honestly. Yeah, wins. And then Rarity does make the point of like, "Hey, sweet about it, fucking sucked when I went through your bag, right? How did that feel? Did that feel bad, sweetie about when that happened?" Hey, look, the fucking gun went off. Guys, this episode rocks, actually. Rarity is like, hey, remember that thing I did that really fucked you up and you hated that I did it? Guess what? This is the, you just did that to someone. How does that feel? Like, yeah, Sweetie Belle already felt like, kind of felt bad about it. We already knew she kind of didn't want to do that shit and felt pressured to do it. Like, yeah, she knows that's fucked up. And now she's having to experience it. And like, damn this episode rocks actually this episode does also have the a secondary moral of like a lot of people will be okay with something bad until it is bad for them personally which is yeah accurate but not great and it's saying hey don't be like this i mean the thing is that is a good thing yeah yeah it's it's good to teach and hopefully it like gets kids kids realizing like oh i want to be twilight in this case i want to like have always realized it was bad i don't want to like 
I, yeah. I don't want the lepers to eat my face. Exactly. Like, it. It's it's good to realize that people have will be far more comfortable with bad shit and lies being said about someone else rather than themselves. And like having that moment of like, okay, but let's turn the fucking mirror towards myself and see how it feels is a actually a good point. Yeah, like, it's, it's literally empathy. We don't usually get that even from this yeah, show. Yeah, like, yeah it's, we, it's empathy. It's all, if only yeah. we had someone who is the element of empathy around. And if only her name was right? Sunset Shimmer and she was great. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Holy shit, I can't wait for Sunset Shimmer if that's it's, the case. It's never stated out loud, but it is made so clear, you know? Excellent, I uh, can't wait. But uh, regardless, then we cut to the the paper office where the speaking of creators have like pretty clearly just told Diamond Tiara that like this is fucked up. We quits. Yeah, the the, she, the scene even starts with Diamond Tiara saying, "No, I won't let you yeah. quit." Feelings? I don't care about feelings. And I yeah. want to point out, Gabby Gums is what gets this this newspaper going. Yeah, like, I also want to point out she does the very weird emoting here with like she picks up the newspaper by just like. Pressing her hoof against the front. There's a manila folder she manipulates just by, I guess, having it stick to her hoof. Yeah. Throws it at them, and the three ponies look down, and they see... Uh, hey, remember those three really embarrassing scenes we mentioned yep. at the start? Yeah, it's photo... Because, yeah, the fucking photo boy was everywhere, and he was just taking photos. Featherweight was there. So we got the photo... Yeah. Featherweight was there taking them photos. Yeah, and, the, and uh, apparently, yeah, Diamond says, yeah. "I told him, I told him to document everything." And he's like up there in the little cellar window, and he's like, "Cheapers is like, sorry." He like takes a photo of them seeing their own <laughs> yeah. photos, and then it's like, mm, "Yep, I mean, the, she told me to do it, so I'm just gonna gonna be the patsy." Goodbye. Yep, it would have been really funny to see the three because yeah. like she does throw the the pictures at them, and the three of them had the perfect opportunity to just like. I don't fucking eat them. I imagine she has duplicates yeah. of her blackmail material, but like, you have to try, right? Just eat your words or eat your photos yeah, anyway. Yeah, you know, you have to at least try, right? But uh, but yeah. Diamond Tara, this is blackmail. She says, "Well, obviously, if Gabby Guns isn't publishing anymore, well, I'll need somebody to fill that empty space." Yeah, and I I will run these pictures if you don't give me more shit. Mm-hmm. She also does get scrunchy face near the end here. Yeah, it's it's a bit much. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we get... Celestia forbid woman be scrunchy. Right. And then things take a dark turn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like, the three ponies wander out, and they're like, oh, maybe Rainbow Dash will have... Like, she, she always has good gossip to share, and they try and call her down, and Rainbow Dash is like, are you kidding? Like, every, everyone in town knows who you are. Like, why would I tell you anything? Mm -hmm. You're just gonna, like, print it and shit. And, like... Pulls over a clown, a cloud, and kicks it, so it just starts like fucking raining on them, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and flies away. Yep. Which is like, damn, Rainbow Dash. Like, I know that you're angry at these three, but like, that does seem a little excessive. I don't know. Like, the they they approached you kind of sheepishly, and like. I don't know, they, they did not look like they were, uh, you know, feeling great about the choices they've made recently. Mm-hmm. 
Not, uh, nice way. loyalty, Rainbow Dash. I don't really know what loyalty means to her. I think she kind of has the weakest elements, but you know, whatever. Yeah, and yeah, and she's like the weakest embodiment of it. But yeah, here we are. Hmm. Uh, and then they go pay Fluttershy a visit, and we see tears running from under her door. Yeah, we hear the crying before they even get to the door, and like. Angel Bunny opens the door, and just in the background, Fluttershy is just sobbing on a, on her, like, cute little couch yeah, thing. Yeah, she's doing the same, and, like, big waterfall tears that Pinkie Pie was earlier. Yeah. And, like, Rainbow- uh, uh sorry, uh, Angel just closes the, the door yeah. on them. And then, I think the most fucked up of all of these is when they go try and talk to Twilight. Yeah, they, they run into like, a horse field. yeah. She put up a fucking horse field to keep them out. And Spike's like, yeah, bitches, look at that horse field. Get the fuck out of here. No one wants to talk yeah. to you. And it's like, damn, Spike and Twilight just became like rarity level catty bitches. Yeah, stay this. out of our... What the fuck? Yeah, we put up an anti-you orb. Fuck off. Like, yeah, because yeah, like, and then, usually Spike is there to like, talk Twilight down, but no, he's on board with this. And then... Yeah. Then we, we do get... get the the fucking the solid yeah, scene. Yeah, we get the good shit. So they go to the big Macintosh and Applejack, and we get this fucking great role reversal where like Applejack is like, Yup, nope. And then Yeah, are you mad at us? Yep. Are you not even gonna talk to us? And then Nope. And Big Macintosh like, comes yeah, like, in. You should be ashamed of yourself, humiliating your sister and me like that. We don't want to talk to any of y'all right now. So take your little gossip column and your embarrassing photographs and just go away. It's like damn Damn, when they get so angry, they just switch yeah, jobs. Which we, Fucking which love we've it. seen before. Like, we've seen, we've yeah. seen Big Mac try to talk, talk down Applejack, like, you know, Applejack, you know this is not healthy for you. And she just, and she just yells out if it stops talking, right? Like, it's, it's very yeah. good how they, sw they swap places when they're upset. And this is, like, established before. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's part of why, like, it's so confusing to me that I forgot this episode exists. Because, like, this episode, it feels like an actually extremely good episode. Because, like, shitload of callbacks that don't, like, all the callbacks we've had don't feel out of place. Like, if you never saw Lesson Zero, you would just see, like, oh, Big Mac has a weird, has, like, a plushie yeah. that he likes. Okay, cool. Like, that would be kind of embarrassing for a guy to have that makes sense why this column would be that way. And, like, you know Big Mac and Applejack enough that, like, this reversal is... A, a, a strong enough yeah. change even if you haven't seen that they do that before like keeping little character like moments like that and like little details consistent but in a way that doesn't actually require you to see that earlier content so fucking yeah. good brilliant writing this episode rocks yeah, it's uh it's something that again this would normally be a pretty bog standard paint by numbers in any other cartoon but they do it well they, they put their own twist on it and it's fun to watch yeah, like, you can see them questioning their choices early on. They get blackmailed, like, also, like, like the blackmail is kind of consist like, a, a normal thing, but, like, the blackmail is also really well, like, um, uh, uh, foreshadowed. Yeah. Like, we've, we've seen this fucking little twiggy bastard in his camera, yeah. like, showing up in the background of the scenes before. We we know he's fucking yeah, everywhere. Yeah, he's, it makes perfect sense that he got these yeah, photos. Yeah, yeah, we see him taking pictures of like ladybugs and shit too. Yeah, we see him all over the place. 
And honestly, yeah, he's like fun. Honestly, I forgot a lot of this episode, but even when like, oh, if they quit, Diamond Tara's gonna blackmail them because that's also what Diamond Tara would do. Like that's 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 Tiara yeah. Core. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Diamond like, Tiara Core is an aesthetic that's mostly around revolves around being a tiny little spoiled pink brat and also blackmailing uh, some horses. Yeah, like the only part of this episode that really feels like extremely out of character is like Rainbow Dash going a little far. And Twilight's fucking horse bubble. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that feels really the, out of the, character. The Hubble? But, like, yeah. The Hubble Twilight Orb? Yeah. Like, Spike and Twilight being this, like, angry to see them is excessive, I think. And Rainbow Dash being, like, that level of vindictive mm-hmm. about it. Like, Angel makes perfect sense. See, I... Uh,. I'm amazed we didn't actually meet Pinkie Pie in this situation, but whatever her reaction would be would probably feel in character, honestly. Mm. Like, I, I could see that for Rainbow like, Dash. Like, a- Apple Dragon. I could see that for Rainbow Dash, because, like, you know, Rainbow Dash is impulsive. Like, I could see Rainbow Dash would, like, want to do this and then not stop herself. See, I would imagine Rainbow Dash just pretending not to hear them and just, like, pushing her cloud yeah, away so they can't follow her. See. Like, that feels more like Rainbow Dash in this situation than, like, Going out of her way to go get a rain cloud just to kick it directly mm-hmm. on them. Uh, like, I can see. It's it's purely the like going do- way out of her way to go get a rain cloud bit. Yeah, like, that's maybe a little much. I can see that. Yeah. Again, like it's in character a little much. Twilight definitely way too much. Angel and Fluttershy very in character. Applejack and Big Mac. We've we've seen this before. Perfect. Good. Like that's a solid see, fucking scene right there. And just entirely. See, Twilight, I can get like. Because usually what happens is that Twilight has some, you know, some knee-jerk response that Spike talks her out of. Or, or, the, or the other yeah, way but... around. And here, they're both going to be talking each other up and, like, convincing each other to do the more drastic thing. I can see that. Yeah. The, the, like, the, the tone Spike has with them mm-hmm. when, when they walk into it is, like... I don't know. It feels a little mm-hmm. much. It feels a bit much. But, like... But you're right. Like we we can see how that how this could have been talked in, like talked into the two of them. Like sorry, the two of them talking each other up yeah. like this. But like yeah. It's, Either way, it's maybe a little much. And also, when you're doing a montage like this, you have to be efficient with your storytelling, and it's easier to show an extreme reaction, right? Like it is yeah. easier to show Twilight's big dick horse orb, her big her big old orb. Yeah. But then we get yeah they all go, they go back to their clubhouse. They're distraught. But yeah. and then we get Diamond Char looking out the window, standing on top of like a pile of books or something to prop herself up, which is not safe at all. Yeah, because she can't just, yeah, because she, like the last time she did this, she had like just kind of popped up on the back of her chair. But now she has a like pile of newspapers yeah, so you can stand yeah, up there Yeah, it's a different window, stably. but it's still weird. Like, because the reason. Oh, that's the same. Well, no, no, it is a different window. Yeah, because right. the reason you have those those high up cellar windows is because you're underground and so if you did a bigger window yeah. there would just be dirt on the other side it's w- i mean yeah like the the room i grew up in was like uh my mom's house was it was a back split so yeah like i i had windows like this for my bedroom yeah like they were a little lower but like yeah but, I, i'm used to why yeah. the windows are this high it's, it's just it's weird uh, that they're, you're right this was a yeah, different where they would have both the big old picture window and also the hot it's weird whatever 
Oh, no, because the, the Bigel picture window was another one of these. It was just one over uh, the desk. Because she got up on the back of the chair to... Oh, to, uh, like, okay. Because the top of the... Which was why that pose was so weird, because, like, her ass was also just floating in the air to make that... Like, and, like, her hind feet were just on nothing for that pose. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Point being, so, we get the... Yeah, no, they're, they're at the clubhouse, and they are bemoaning it, and then I think they have their idea. Yeah, no, they, they, we get the, the line of like, uh, what was it, um, where we're not leaving this clubhouse until we, we figure out an idea, and then we just go over to, we don't get to know what their idea is just yep. yet. And, and then we get Diamond Tear on her big stack of newspapers on top of the roller chair, which is not safe, by the way, don't do this. Yeah, very bad call. Uh, and she's like, alright, they're out of time, run the bad pictures. And then. Yeah. And, yeah, guy, the guy just takes the envelope full of, like, goddamn blackmail on his co-workers with a yeah, smile. And then the, uh, yeah, Fucked then the up. cutie marks show, then the cutie mark crusaders show up, Squeedy Bell's like, stop the presses! He's like, they haven't started yet. Good bit. Which is a good goop. And then, yeah, Scootaloo's got her thing. He's like, don't worry, we have something. And then Diamond Tower's like, you're lucky I'm nice. And then prints it without looking at it, because I guess the deadline is right there. Yeah. And, and yeah, we get the the other ponies typing it up for the the paper, and it gets sent out. And Diamond Tiara goes out and is like, "Ah, good, another day of evil I get to do yeah, today." It's like, ah, until <laughs> my, she my big evil newspaper empire. Yeah, and she's like, "Wait a second, this isn't gossip. This is this is a heartfelt apology. Yeah. This isn't what I wanted to yeah, print at all." Yeah, they're not gonna get away with this. They messed with the this? wrong pony. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then... Uh, we do get... Yeah, yeah Oops, no, I was gonna say, we do get a real cute montage of, like, everyone that they've wronged, like, coming by, like, coming around. Uh, the, the mayor gives a weird look, like, Rainbow Dash is, like, kicking yeah. another the, cloud the, the down mayor, at them until she realizes what the... The mayor, by the way, with their main still half-died. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, you wouldn't finish the job if you just been inside the whole time. I mean, with how her uh, I mean, <laughs> process has been doing, like, her leaving a job half-finished is sort of her Yeah, I mean, I don't like but... anybody would notice if she just didn't do her job for a while, bitch. Yeah, uh, right? Yeah, and then we get Rainbow Dash jumping up and down on the cloud again, but the cave artist has to hold the newspaper up to show her the apology, and then Rainbow Dash is like, oh, well, th that's okay then. Yeah. This is some weirdly waterproof newspaper. It kicks the cloud this away. This is some weirdly waterproof newspaper, because we see Pinkie Pie reading it in the hot tub back at the spa, too. Like, this is some sturdy newsprint uh i do appreciate that like like when it ain't like I, I like how they animate angel mm -hmm. a lot in this but like angel reads it and, and and like shows fluttershy and we get a cute like fluttershy hugging all three of the cutie mark crusaders with a like leg that's three times as long yep. as her body they go to the 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 horse orb and just like rub the newspaper against the force yeah, field and half of bloom's head does detach from her body a little bit but it's fine a little bit. <laughs> she's she's just having a little peek. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And, but then, yeah, and Twilight and Spike come out and look at the the paper, and every pony's happy and fine. And Applejack's like, yeah, you know, okay. Yeah, both both the sisters have their like, pairs of sisters have their like uh, reunion arrangement mm -hmm. again. They're they're happy with each other. They've already had their uh, individual episodes of being in fights. Mm -hmm. So it's you fine. know, 
they know how to make up and get yeah, away from. Fine. Yeah, and then hey. we cut to Diamond Char looking sad with Cheerilee finally stepping in and saying, Diamond Tiara, no, come on. You're not editor-in-chief anymore. I, I let you... The thing is, like, Cheerilee does say, uh, I guess I let you have a little too much authority. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, that's That was that was my fuck-up. Yeah. And so the thing is, like, early on, when we first had the reveal that Diamond Tiara was the was the one in charge. She, like, kicked the wall to, like, get the... the her poster rolled down, and kicked the wall again to have it roll mm-hmm. up. And then, the entire time we've been seeing this poster on the wall, and then Cheerilee's like, I'm gonna have to strip you of your title, and then Cheerilee kicks the wall yeah, and the poster rolls good. up, and oh, it was a good bit, like, oh, they didn't even need to do it in threes. Like, that was that was a, that was a twice. We, we saw it happen once, and we came back a second time with a different pony doing it, but it was just, like, on the wall the whole fucking mm-hmm. time. It was just there. It was so good. Yeah. Uh, is bad. Cheerilee selects Featherweight as the new editor-in-chief. Yeah. Who, like, high hoofs with the, the printing boy, because these two are dating, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's our I don't friends. Know. Yeah, because... These boys in yeah, love. love uh, they're good. Yeah, because Featherweight uh, promotes Printer Boy to photography, and so now Diamond Tiara has to be on running the press. Yeah. Get fucked, Diamond Tiara. Now you have to be covered yeah. in ink. And then she she does have this like very good little pout at the camera as we iris out on her face. Yeah. That's all folks. Like, yeah. uh it's it's a whole whole energy. True. I do appreciate that our like our letter to Celestia was just these three ponies like narrating their apology yeah. letter instead. It's good. It's a nice touch. Yeah. That one does need to be uh, sent off to Celestia, though, please. Yeah, Thank you. that was good. Good episode. Yeah. Like, when we started, I was like, I don't remember these events at all. And then I'm like, oh, it's a, it's a fucking don't go gossiping episode. We've already had, like, two of those. And then, and then it took a turn in the middle of this. I'm like, wait a second. They're, they're actually just, like, realizing this is a really tropey episode. And and fucking like playing with that they're having fun with this goddamn trope brilliant i fucking love to see it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh ma larson how are you so fucking good at writing episodes they weren't all good you know it took some getting there but you know what hitting your stride i appreciate it i mean i mean you know yeah the return of harmony wasn't great but luna eclipse was good you've been doing good since then yeah okay but yeah, I, like, basically that's, that's horse. That's horse, baby? Yeah. Just solid episode. Yeah, good shit. I, like, you know, a, I think part of the magic of the show is that they do your bog standard plots and do them well, and they put their own twist on it, you know? Yeah. Like, just purely the, 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 the King Mark Crusader is, like, having the realization really early on of, like, this ain't cool, but like we're stuck doing this. We 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 have to just keep going, or else we're gonna be mm-hmm, fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, and then there's like riding until the wheels fall off, and being like, "Well, there's only one fucking solution to this. It's not trying harder on this shit. It's not like trying to trying to do some new scheme. It's just like we're just gonna fucking mm-hmm, apologize. Mm-hmm. We're just gonna do a heartfelt apology. Yeah, that's it. Like, damn, it's a good twist. Yeah, happy ending." Like, and they come to it on their own, which is nice. Yeah. No one makes them do it. Yeah, the, there's no outside force other than, like, 
The the only real outside force really is fucking Diamond Tiara pushing them to keep doing it. And and then just like yeah, that them doing it until they just get fucking ostracized. And then and then they're just like, well, can't be any worse than this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, we do have mail, but before that, quick pony gramming note. So, mm-hmm. looking at the uh, the chrono forecast and accounting for the time skew between our world and you out there in audience world, it is looking like uh, we're probably gonna get this episode and the next episode, and then there might be a break before the finale. I know you'll worry about us when we don't post for a while, but I wanted to get out in front of that. So, yeah, it's a, it's a yeah, good call. So it's looking uh, like that's what's going to happen. Uh, if things change, we'll hopefully post on the socials. But if we go quiet just before I cancel that wedding, I promise you it's normal time skew and not something bad happened to us. Yeah. Uh, we have been getting some letters that have been making me very concerned. So... Don't worry, we'll be we'll be like triple checking everything, and and it things will be mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be there'll be some fun things happening there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Last time we had a season finale in Canterlot, it was a lot to talk about. <laughs> so you know, yeah, things certainly happened. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have a lot to talk about, but don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll keep safe. So, first letter from a frequent writer, Noel, who asks, uh, Dear Graceful Spark and Spilled Beans, I'm so glad you made it to one of my favorite episodes. Watching Dragon Quests and Egg was an emotional experience as a, quote, boy who desperately wanted to be seen as, quote, just one of the girls. Spike embracing his life surrounded by supportive, friendly woman was super cathartic to see for a, quote, not like other boys, girl, like me. Question. After spending two years in Equestria, has your relationship with your gender changed? Are there new sources of gender euphoria available to you thanks to your pony forms? With friendship, Noel. Good question, Noel. Uh, I mean, I'm getting to live the hench gender oh. full time, which is oh, appreciated. Absolutely. Like the, the lifestyle uh, vil- villain hench thing so far has been wonderful. And really just being able to, you know. Mm hmm. Have some horse styles has been very good. Honestly, enjoying the horse shape has been nice. You know, getting to loaf. Huh? You love a loaf? Right. Yeah, it's it's nice and cozy. Getting to loaf. Uh, get, uh, getting to enjoy the uh, uh, the big earth pony frame has been nice. Uh, you know, getting to experience being big for once has been been nice. Yeah, getting getting to be the smaller one has been nice as well. That's a gender thing I didn't get in Meat Space mm-hmm. that often. Well, meat space is a weird way to put that. Uh, back in audience world, back uh, pre-isekai, back pre-isekai. Pre-isekai, audience world, yeah. That's better terms. We already had those. I don't <laughs> know why I didn't say that instead. <sighs> Alright, I get it. And we get a... Yeah. You know. Yeah. Honestly, it's been fun being in this gay little coffee shop AU with you, dear. It's been fun. Yeah. Hasn't exactly been so much new gender experiences as just like getting to getting to uh, experience some gender feels without uh, roadblocks that have been there in the past. Yeah, it's you know it's everyone wants their gay little coffee shop at you. No one wants to actually work at a fucking Starbucks. 
Uh, hopefully we're fully easier to square that circle here, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Good question, Noelle. Yeah, thank you for writing in. And we do have one more. Oh. Uh, it, it was sent to, uh, Equestria Needs Dragon Moms 3D at isekai.horse. Run that by uh, me one more time. Uh, Equestria Needs Dragon Moms 3D at isekai.horse. You know the, do you remember that movie, Mars Needs Moms? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> remember that, remember that yeah. movie that made a very little cultural impact? Yeah. Aside from the very stupid title, which is the only yeah. reason I know about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. I mean, I'm thinking mares needs moms. Yeah. All right. What's what's this cringe? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say that with love. Uh, but like, oh boy, what's this cringe? Uh, <clears throat> oh, the letter smells of the beach with a dash of vinyl. Quote, Dear Graceful Spark and Spilled Beans, I hope this letter manages to slip past Celestia's defenses. I would visit in person, but some of my best features would probably be lost as a statue. Recent events, combined with Spike's origin, have made something clear to me. Equestria has a critical shortage of dragon moms. I wonder if this is why Fluttershy was left behind. She could have stopped those dragons in their tracks. I think she could actually make a cute dragon mom. Or would she just be afraid of her reflection? What do you think? Yours and Squirk, Marianne Pathia. Oh. oh, wonderful! Damn, mm-hmm. what a what a ver- cutely verbose letter too. You do love. To I had see a feeling. It. Read it. I had a feeling uh, as soon as dragon moms were coming in that I knew who this letter was from. But mm-hmm. we do have uh, one darling dragon mom who we do love to hear from. Ah, uh, every time. Wait, such a pleasure. Mare Huyanches. Hmm. Oh. Oh, it's a good, it's a good goof. Ooh, very wide. Yeah, I, I have to agree. Like it, it does make some, some sense to me that like, Fluttershy would be an extremely good dragon. I think, I think she'd be a wonderful dragon. Honestly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think she'd be good at it with the, yeah. the, with the wings. And I, again, I think, I think those uh scrungly dragon boys would benefit from being under her wing. You know. Yeah. And just also, like, let's be honest, consider the classic, like, dragons resting on their horde, like, the these dragons are, right? Mm-hmm. And then just put Fluttershy's personality on that dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, I love that. Because, like, the, her horde would would just be her collection of animals yeah. that, like, she looks after. It would be so good. Yeah, and you can do the whole protective, like, oh, you know, are, are you stepping to my horde? Are you being, are you bullying my horde? Are you being mean yeah. to my, my, my bunny horde? My board? My board? I could, I could see Fluttershy Dragon as a, like, having, like, making the Everfree Forest the entirety of it her lair. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, hoard, oh, hoarding the manticores and the cockatrice. Right? Like, she does already have that energy of being, like, the real one in charge. Like, she mm-hmm. she has some extremely good, like, mom slash dragon slash mom dragon energy. Mm-hmm. Good vibe. Yeah, I mean, like... I don't know why I had never thought of that before, I mean, you actually. could see her, like, having some kobolds around. It wouldn't even look all that out of place. Exactly. Especially more the you know, your dog shaped kobolds, you know. Yeah, some of the some of the like more folklore appropriate ones. Mm-hmm. Those are viable options. 
Ah, uh, it's a good gender on. Yeah, I'm enjoying considering this, and maybe certain parts of my brain not trapped in here might be making some art at some point in the future now that I'm thinking about this. Oh, uh, yeah. It's extremely good on my brain, actually. Um, so yeah, that's probably gonna be in the pile of things that I'll be, uh, doodling at some time in future. It's a good gender. Yeah. Thank you for your letter, too. Oh, with yeah. the letter. Yeah. Thank you, both of you, for writing in, and, and everyone who does. Like, the, it's always it's always good to hear from folks. It's always a pleasure. We love to hear, we love your letters, and we love to answer them. You always ask such yeah. good questions. Mm-hmm. It's it's nice to like know that like people enjoy this enough to want to write in. Oh. Yeah, like it's nice to get fan mail. You know, it's always like wild that we do. Yeah, I'm I I'm a little surprised that we do sometimes, but I, it's yeah. a huge compliment. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always like, I'm always surprised that people we don't know personally listen to this, and I do love it. Don't get me wrong; it's it brightens my day every time. It's also wild to me. Thank you all, yeah. just so much. Yeah. You know? Uh, mm -hmm. thanks for being on this ride with us. It would be a lot less fun without you all. Thank you all. We appreciate e. it. Ah. And now that's horse. That's horse. Truly, we were hit by a horse truck and got easy to get into Equestria. I have been Ponyville's beloved Princess Graceful Spark. You can find my writing, programs, podcast posts, and it fails to fit the plug at princess.software. Beans, dearest, we're refined. You. Yeah, um, you, you can find the, the parts of me that are not trapped here in Equestria over at dracos.art, uh, D-R-A-E-K-O-S dot A-R-T. Yeah, and you can find me, uh, find me just kind of lurking around on the socials and stuff. Um, doing my best to keep chatting with folks. It's a, a mm. whole thing. It's been busy lately. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Thank you so all. Glad those kids didn't fucking write about us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would really I... suck if those kids wrote about us. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, shit. They would have had so much material. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they would have. Shit. Well. Well. They've learned their lesson. Get these fucking kids out of here. All right. What's next? <laughs> uh, uh. The kid of our crusaders. Thank you. I'm yeah. glad to. Uh, I'm glad to see the hush coffee worked. Well, not coffee. Hot chocolate. Yeah. The hush chocolate, if you will. My brain's melting. Yeah, have that effect on ponies. We should log off. Yep. Bye. 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 Pony.